Hey guys, and welcome to Personality Bingo with me, your host, Tom Moran. So this week on the podcast, we have Liam Heslin. Liam is an actor uh, who you're going to best know um, on stage from the Play on the Stars, uh, that tour to the Lyric uh, Theatre Hammersmith uh, very recently in London, um, and it was also on in the Gaiety Theatre here, uh, and then last year, or maybe the year after, uh, uh, the year before I should say, it was in the Abbey Theatre. Uh, it was a deadly production. Liam was playing Captain Brennan there. He was also in a brilliant uh, production of The Good Father, uh, where he played Tim, that was Roy's Productions, um, with the brilliant Angus Og McAnally at the helm directing that, Rachel O'Byrne. Um, also uh, deadly and as we talk about on the podcast he's done some brilliant work with Anu who are this very very special um, theatre company who basically do immersive theatre they were um, given a really big plug in the Blind Boy podcast recently and rightly so because the work they did was kind of incredible uh, probably the most memorable experience I've ever had uh, not in the theatre because their work is site specific but like in theatre was added in a new show um, Pals I mean absolutely up there in- incredible show um, and uh yeah, I mean, what they do is deadly, and Liam, as you're going to hear, has developed a really cool relationship with them. But uh, really exciting, I suppose, um, because as we talk about it, it is that uh, big film of the summer. Uh, Dublin Old School is coming out. It's written by the brilliant Emma Kerwin. It's starring uh, Ian Lloyd-Anderson, um, former guest of the show, uh, Stephen Jones, Marco Halloran, um, Shauna Kerslake, uh, Leo Minto. The cast is just kind of uh, exceptional, really, really great people across the board um, and I for one am really excited to see it uh, I'm sure it's going to be everywhere and as Liam says that comes out at the end of June so be sure to keep an eye out for that uh, in other news uh, I am uh, about starting to uh, a new job really uh, excited about it actually um, I think uh, this one's going to be great crack uh, and I'm excited to tell you uh, more about that probably uh, next week when um, we can start talking about it but um, it's going to be a really fun summer I feel like uh, so other than that, guys, let's get stuck in and enjoy the wonderful Liam Heslin playing Personality Bingo with Tom Moran. Tom Moran's Personality Bingo. Tom Moran's Personality Bingo. Right, Liam Heslin, ready to play Personality Bingo? I am, yeah. Alright, sweet, let's do it. So... A quick explainer of how it all works. I've got 60 balls in here, going to put 60 minutes on the clock. And I've also got 60 questions in front of me. Uh, I've also given you uh, five numbers. Would you do me a favour and read out the five? Uh, 59, 28, 7, 19 and 11. Nice. Will you do me a favour and pick a sixth one? Uh, yeah. some, some between one and 60. That's not there already. I have, yeah. Do you want to yeah, tell you, is yeah, it? Yeah, tell it. Go on. Six. Six. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Any reason? I just like six. Just it's like my favourite number, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like I was associated with the devil, though, do you know? Well, that's three of them. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, yeah. <laughs> a singular six. Singular six. Or Roy Keane, <coughs> uh, either either. I mean, <laughs> what's the that's difference? That's way over my head. Football, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. football reference. No, not footballer. No. Not sporty. No. Yeah, it's weird. It's that one of the. I always get so excited when I meet other actors that are, like, are, are into football. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just rare. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what well, I, mean? I played I played J up until I was. I think it was under 16s, and then I kind of. You know. Yeah, and I, I wasn't the best at anyway, so I was like, yeah. like it's really bad when I go home. I'm from County Mead, and when I go home, like there's a big GA community, and like a lot of my close friends from home are big like guy heads. Yeah, yeah. And like if I go home, I get about like about like at about like 
point number four and I just start like planning my comeback do you know what I mean <laughs> it's so unfeasible like we're being in Dublin working as an actor you yeah, have no yeah. regularity to be able to attend any kind of training <laughs> match whatever like you would never fucking know but like I can't help it like I just it's so romantic to me yeah, yeah. come back. Um, so look I, I always say like they, they need to it needs to be done they just need to like make another like football TV show yeah yeah because well, I was listening to one with, uh, with Paul he was on about on home ground and he was like oh that's my perfect one that's the, the, yeah. that's the magic yeah, oh, yeah. it'd be unreal and they shot that in Dunboyne where I'm from I remember oh yeah yeah, yeah it was like so that'd be that'd be fucking magic anyway look I should say right you need to get it, on that oh, yeah yeah. <laughs> I'll just write it I suppose that's the trick isn't it Um, if all six of them numbers do uh, come up that means the tables are turned you win the game and uh, you get to ask me any question in the whole wide world okay Um, so fuck oh, it I've got a good uh, one as well yeah 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 no, exactly. <laughs> let's uh, give it a spin Alright, here we go. First one out the gate. We have number 12. Number 12, do you have it? I don't have it. No worries. Oh, interesting way to start. Do you ever wish you were born as the opposite gender? Uh, mm, no. Well, I mean, it'd be interesting to to live as a girl like, for maybe a day or something just to see what the difference is. But uh, I suppose, no, I've never really thought about it. Yeah. Uh, would be it would be like it'd be interesting to do, wouldn't it? Like, because it's one of them things. You, like, even now, especially like you get treated uh, really differently, wouldn't you? That's what I was gonna say. Like, to see to what extent, because you, you hear that even with people like uh, you know trans people who've transitioned yeah. from from men to women, and yeah. like just they're like, yeah, like it's fucking legit. Like sexism is yeah. Real. Like, well, uh, well, it do, it happens every day. Like, totally. to, to women like so like. But like, it's so rare to be able to like literally experience it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even I remember my mom. Uh, she like uh, taught kids with uh, disabilities. Um, oh, yeah. She's a therapist now, but that's what she used to do. And uh, I think as part of their training, or I, I, I assume as part of their training, they ha- she had to like go in a wheelchair for a day. And yeah. like she was like, I know it's a completely different example, but it's just that way of like I did for like you know six hours or something, experience a microcosm of what like someone else experienced. Just like no yeah. one like spoke to you. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone talked to like your carer. You know what I mean? And it was just Can really they, fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, well, I mean, well, a, a trivial kind of, uh, trivial kind of thing, but, like, when I, I did, like, uh, a musical in college, Into the Woods, and I played, like, a stepmother, mm. that's not the same, but, like, you kind of, uh, especially, like, you know, a trivial thing of wearing high heels, but, like, I spent, like, was it, three months in, in high heels walking around the floors of the Lear, like, and it's, it's, uh, it's mad, like, you just have to get used to it and stuff. To yeah. I think it was pretty good by the end of it, but <laughs> at the start I was like a a newborn deer, totally <laughs> slipping around the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that that's what like not the high heels are what defines uh, being a woman. God, uh, not at all. But just uh, things that you know you don't think about, I suppose. Totally, but like it it is an example of like a skill set that like we just don't have as men. Like like uh, like it's fair to say like ninety nine point like five percent of the population have probably never worn. High heels, or the male population have never worn high heels. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, yeah. probably a fact. Yeah. Uh, and like that—that's like that's a skill in and of itself. That like, yeah. And I wonder, like, because it is like it probably is like it's an interesting time to be a man in the sense of like that. You know, as you said, this stuff has always been happening, and now like, thank God, like it's being called out. So like, yeah. there is like, there, like even from now, like versus five years, like I am hyper aware as to like my own behavior and the behavior of people around me of like yeah and that's uh, that's uh, like it's a positive thing and it has to be and it, and it is like and it's it's what's needed like it's just 
it's a brilliant thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, for for us for for men to be hyper aware of that now. Like it just it it is like it just it had to be done, and it, hopefully it'll it's continuing like and it just uh, keeps on the way it's going yeah 100 percent. like it'll be so interesting like you know if we were like to have kids for example right so say like in in like in like 20 years right and they were like you know growing up like how different the world they grow up into would be uh, i'd say it'll be you if you could time travel into the future and you could see the difference i'd say it's as stark a contrast as if we time traveled back 90 years in the past really I think so, yeah. I think we're going to be looking back at this time and going, Jesus, what the fuck were we at some of the time? Yeah. I think so. What do you think in particular, like, it'll be? Just the way, uh, the way, like, uh, people kind of treat other people, like, even, like, in American stuff, like, the, the division of of uh, class and wealth and things like that, I think, I'm not saying it's it's going to be utopian in the, in the future, but hopefully we're we're going to, gonna learn from what's going on at the moment and, and we can change it a bit you know mm. uh, I hope look you, you don't know you can't predict the future but you can hope you know <laughs> yeah 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 I know it is like it is just one of them fascinating things like because even even like that because it's so funny once like one thing happens it's like then you're on to the next thing so like people you know there's that like parallel that's being drawn between like the marriage referendum a few years ago mm. and now like obviously you repeal the eighth like by the time this episode comes out the result will be known which is kind of mad isn't it well, like, this will be out after Friday th- yeah, this will yeah. be out like this will be out Sunday or possibly the Sunday after even so yeah, like yeah. we'll know what kind of Ireland yeah. we're living in yeah. and then it's like fingers crossed please God like that will be repealed and women can have abortion and like proper healthcare in this country Yeah. then straight away like you know attention will shift to like what's the next thing because it just well, will yeah but you have to like I mean I think you know the issue of like uh, church involvement in uh, in schools and stuff I mm. think that has to be looked at uh, it should be totally a totally separate thing like yeah I uh, wouldn't agree with it at all you know if you uh, were to have kids do you think you'd bring them up with religion Um, I think let them decide for themselves because mm. uh, you know you can't tell people what to think and I think if you do that's kind of a, a wrong way of going about it I think let them kind of once they're at an age like give them like give them an education about all different things like and mm. if they feel connected to something let them let them do it but I mean if they ask me what my personal views are I, I'd be honest with them and I'd tell them you know yeah uh, so. are, are you do you, do you, are you atheist yeah 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 so, <laughs> you I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm probably Probably, I think yeah. there's, but there's definitely like a part of me that really wants to like not be. Do you know what I mean? I don't want. No, do you know what the, uh, the correct answer is? I definitely don't want to be atheist. Like, <laughs> uh, even though, I, but but I also am like rational, and I know yeah, yeah. that there's there's very little evidence that points towards anything else. But like sometimes that's not enough for me. Do yeah, you know? yeah. See, I get caught in them uh, YouTube holes with with uh, your man Christopher uh, Hitchens and yeah, and uh, and Dawkins and. And Bennett and all them people, I just kind of get stuck at four o'clock in the morning, like yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. You yeah, know? because how you can't like, uh, like I'm stupid, like I can't argue with them. They fucking, <laughs> they're like, they're they're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they, they sound like it sounds the right way to me. Like, and I, yeah. you know, uh, years ago, like I could was at school. I think when I started thinking this way, like just yeah. and just let people do what they want, but don't. Uh, 
that's the thing about like kind of organized religions though. Like they kind of, it seems like they try to, you know, this is the way. Mm. But anyway, is the way of it if you're if you're okay with it, you know, if it makes you live a good life, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But don't try and push it on to everyone else. I suppose is the thing, isn't it? Yeah. 100% no I love it right look will you give it another spin spin I away there I will push that on to you uh, <laughs> okay here we go number 26 do you 26 have I don't have 26 do you not do like all the you don't do the bingo calls no do you want the funny story like legs that. 11 and all that kind of stuff no when I was starting out <laughs> when I was like got the first idea for this podcast yeah. I literally wrote out like 60 all the all yeah yeah of my own ones I made them up I spent like about <laughs> Four hours doing it, like of my life, of yeah, my yeah. existence on this planet. I and I, I wrote out like everyone, and then I got to the end. I was like, oh, these are shit. <laughs> <laughs> like they were fucking terrible. It was did like, you, was this the, the first one? Did you use any of them? No, never. Because oh. they were terrible. I realized straight away, like, because they were. I was trying to be like, it was like seventeen legal now. Like, do you know what I mean? Like they were fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't be associated with that. No, that was like one. But like, I mean, they were normally like rhyming, and they were yeah, like. I, and I was trying not to do like legs eleven. Do you know what I mean? I was trying yeah, to be, yeah. be more original. Your own, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they ended up just being shit, like the one I just uh, said. Um, so what? What one was that anyway? I fucking twenty six. Twenty six. That's was right. it? Yeah, twenty six. Do you have it by the way? No, I don't. No, no worries. Number twenty six. What is your most treasured relationship with someone over the age of sixty five? Over the age of sixty five. Mm. Oh Jesus. Uh, both my parents are, are not there yet so uh, well I think it was my my grandmother when she was alive had a really close relationship with my uh, my mum's mother mm. uh, when she was sort of late 70s or early 80s perhaps and yeah we had a really close relationship with her uh, yeah that was one that would that would be the the big one for me. Yeah, what what was it about her that you just like connected with? We're just mates, like. Yeah. I mean, we used to play games together and stuff, and uh, this is like when I was a, a proper kid. Like there was this one where we'd uh, we'd sit back on the bed, like, and she'd have there would be balloons, and we'd kick up the balloons like up and up until the ceiling with our feet and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and she'd uh, <laughs> she I'd, I'd always stay in her. Uh, in our house to look at weekends mm. I wouldn't want to go home like this is when I was at you know primary school and stuff and we'd watch uh, <laughs> we'd watch Glen Row every weekend <laughs> I think it was on a Sunday was it yeah and I'd, I'd just be there watching Glen Row and she'd she'd make me toast and marmalade and I'd sit there content like as a as an eight year old boy watching Glen Row <laughs> eating marmalade on toast like wow. just happy memories I suppose is, is more the thing yeah yeah and and, and and that's when you knew you wanted to be an actor. <laughs> when I was watching Glen Rowe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are marmalade. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't quite think that was the the turning point. When did you? When did you want to? know you wanted to do that. Oh God, I don't know what it was. Uh, well, <laughs> I kind of like I'm a massive Bondophile. I'm a massive James Bond fan. Mm. And uh, when I was growing up, like I was like. I want to be James Bond when I grow up. Yeah. Uh, like, had it all worked out, as an eight-year-old or a six-year-old, whoever it was, if it all worked out, I'm gonna, I'm gonna join the guards, right? I'm gonna work my way up, top of the guards, and I'm gonna transfer over to the British Secret Service because you can do that, you know. Yeah, of course. That's a thing you can do. <laughs> and, I was, and then I'll be James Bond. But then, as I got older, I realised, no, 
you don't actually want to be James Bond, you want to play James Bond. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where it came from. God. Yeah. You, you, you've got a bit of a James Bond ah, vibe about you. Stop. I think so. Well, for all the people uh, listening on the on the radio, he's exactly right. You can't see me. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just be straight on to like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's an actor. Like. Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. <laughs> no. They're talking about, um, talking about uh, Killian Murphy for James Bond. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, know, I, know. Yeah. I, I just don't know. You see, I think... I, d- I, have, I don't I was never a James Bond fan right yeah. so I'm always like why the fuck would Killian Murphy want to do James Bond yeah, like yeah. that to me would feel like a step backwards for someone like him oh really yeah 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 because I feel like that really s- you're it's, stuck it's yeah well I, s- I suppose that's the way that uh, Daniel, Daniel Craig is kind of feeling okay, at the moment yeah. I think yeah. I'm not sure if he wanted to do the next one but he was contracted and he was like I'll do it. you know yeah. so I think he wants to this is probably going to be his last one uh, when it comes out same with Idris Elba. Like, yeah. obviously that would be historic because he'd be the first black man, yeah, yeah. which would be amazing. But just like, literally, yeah, it's he'd just, be a good one. Yeah, but as a uh, working actor, I'm like, but like, he's in the running for like Oscars and shit. And yeah, yeah. I just don't know why you'd want to remove yourself. Well, from that I mean, one. yeah, I suppose you mean, yeah, yeah. After like, but I don't know, I, I don't know, kind of, because um, I like it so much. I think maybe I don't see it as the the kids kind of franchise that it is. Like, I yeah. grew up watching the film, so they're they're very close to me and dear to me so I kind of for better or worse I, <laughs> I look at them as pieces of art Tom yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's it yeah yeah I don't have those but each Bond had their own kind of you know they had their, their own stamp on things mm. uh, and I think I think Craig has a kind of a, a happy medium between all of them I mean my personal favourite is is Connery I just loved his and like he's the original that but then mm. uh you have Timothy Dalton as well, who just was really kind of dark, and he was a bit more like the Craig one. He was kind of you know rough and ready and and that kind of stuff because he was really good. One, yeah, mm. yeah, it like it it is like it must be like is because there's not a more iconic role in the world. Is that fair to say than James Bond? Doctor uh, Who maybe is comparable. Yeah. Dracula. Dracula. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. There's 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 ones that stick out, but it's been going like since. The sixties, like, uh, will they ever stop? I, no, not while not while there's money to be made out of them. I don't yeah. think they'll ever stop. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure after all the Marvel films are done, they're good. They're gonna reboot them all again and start again because it makes a shitload of money. Yeah. So, do you like do you do, when you think about because you know it's that I think it's that weird thing of being like an Irish actor is you're like you're kind of a little bit far away from those movies, but you're not like yeah. that far away. Do you know what I mean? Like, isn't you speak English? For example, okay, yeah. Well, how do you mean? As in, like, do you ever think about what, like, like uh, doing them? I suppose is what I'm asking. Uh, they're what we call fantasies, yeah. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> like, not for a second do, do I think it's a, a realistic, uh, obtainable thing. Why not? But it was just when I was like, well, I mean, because you have to be at a certain level, and you also have to look like a James Bond. Like, there's sure, no getting sure. away from it, you know. Yeah, but so, like, but. But I'm sure, like, Killian Murphy, just because we were talking about him, right? Like, for example, yeah. like, he would have started doing whatever bit of theatre and yeah. then, like, and I know things line up in different ways and yeah, different yeah. careers and stuff, but, like, I don't know. It's just, it's really, it's really interesting that, like, technically, like, when they write down, like, their taxes at the end of the year, like, you write down the same thing, actor, as Daniel Craig <laughs> writes down, actor. But, like, what we do is really different. Do you know what I mean? What you yeah, do yeah. to him is... It's the same, but it's, it's, the same, but it's so different. Yeah, and the, the lifestyle, like the, what they go through every day and what they have to battle with, like, you know, 
with people and stuff like it's a totally different thing mm. than we have to because uh, we don't well no we have our own personal stuff and whatever but we don't mm. have to uh, wear sunglasses going down the street or anything like that you know what I mean yeah yeah uh, so they've got a whole different skill set that they need to uh, apply to their everyday life I suppose mm. that we don't really have but is it like you know even for example with like Dublin Old School coming out this year like isn't yeah. that'll be the most like uh, view thing that you'll have done I suppose because so much of your work has been theatre yeah you know? yeah like so how how does how do you feel about that because obviously like that's one film but let's say you were to put like five Dublin Old Schools like over the next like five years then people start to be like that's your man from films yeah like, yeah what do you, do you think about that um I I haven't really uh. I mean, I suppose when the trailer came out the other day and it was it was getting loads of views and I was like, "Geez, that's a look." I was like, "I was like, that's probably the most people that's ever saw me in my life," you know. And it, it, it's odd, but look, I, I don't know. Like, I, my hair's all long and I'm all scruffy. I don't yeah. normally look like that. I don't think people will even uh, <laughs> recognize me. I don't think. Well, yeah, unless they really know me, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it but it's it's so funny how like as well like you've been you know acting for however many years like doing really like good quality work in like across like the abbey and where like loads of great theater companies like, across the country uh and then like you know you do one one thing it's going to be on a screen yeah and it's like it's just different ball game isn't yeah, it yeah it is like it just is a different ball game isn't it it's like um i don't know really uh, how to explain it yet because it's my first feature so i've not really to compare it to yeah so I'll let you know uh, after a month's time if I feel any differently about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've nothing to compare it to yet and I don't know what it's like because nothing's happened yet. So I'm totally. Sure. And yeah. like when you were there shooting it because obviously like <clears> it's kind it's like I've not even seen the film obviously but just from off of the play like it kind of feels like is in your like your character obviously would have been played by Ian in the play because yeah. he's playing loads of yeah, different characters yeah, yeah. but it's like that's one of the one, like it kind of nearly feels like it's the two lads the two brothers mm. and then like Dave is definitely the the next one that comes to mind well he's he's a the way like Ian playing him he's a very, very memorable kind of uh, character in the play like he's got all the catchphrases and he's got the the, the weird <laughs> uh, the four voice and everything you know yeah. so he's he's very stick out kind of character that you remember like I remember when I saw that I remembered that character and yeah. obviously the two brothers uh, so they were the three that stuck out you know yeah uh, and like did you have to like was it when you were auditioning or throughout the shooting process mm. was it a thing of like leaning into the way that Ian did it because it works or like yeah. pulling back and like finding how you do it I'd, I had to find my own kind of way of doing it you know because yeah. I didn't want to just do a carbon copy of, of what Ian was doing I don't think anyone really would want that or wanted that I mean like <clears throat> the voice it was, it's very distinctive like that certain type of character and I've, I suppose I've kept elements of that but mm. it's still not the same it's still not the same yeah. so I tried to to steer away and like the director Dave uh, Dave Tynan was great at kind of you know coaxing bits and bobs out and, and that kind of stuff yeah. Uh, so yeah I think I tried to give it my own flavour yeah, well I yeah. tried to give it my own flavour hopefully I have yeah yeah totally, totally. Yeah, no yeah. it looks like it just looks so class like I can't wait to see it. Like, I love what Emmett does anyway like yeah, so he, you know he's fantastic he's really brilliant so it's great to see him like at just I mean just the centre of this and then to be surrounded by so, like the cast is fucking 
ridiculous. Like, I put up a tweet about the other day, and like I was just like, you know, even just tagging like my mates that I knew, and I was like, yeah. these are all fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Good, and they're all in this one thing. Yeah, it's it's a really and then all the <coughs> it's a really great uh, ensemble. Look, I had so much crack working on it. Like it was, it, there was no dickheads on it at all. Like everyone was just sound. Like the crew, everyone, the producers, the director, like anyone, anyone at all. There was no like. Uh, no carry on like it was just all plain easy sailing and really easy going and and Dave and everyone made everyone feel at ease it was just it was really it was a lovely experience yeah yeah which is so great especially when it's your first one do you know what I mean yeah yeah so <laughs> all downhill from yeah, here yeah, yeah. <laughs> James Bond is gonna be shit compared to this <laughs> right here we go. Uh, number 10. Do you have it? 10? I don't. No worries. Just give me a few there and I'm just one away from them. Yeah. Oh. I'm teasing you. Number 10. Do you have a favourite quote? A favourite quote? Uh, I do. It's it's uh, fairly wanky. Yeah, go on. It's a quote uh, by Daniel Day-Lewis. Let me get it right. It's, uh, if I weren't allowed this outlet, there wouldn't be a place for me in society. Mm. And not that I, you know, that I live by that quote but I think it's a very it resonates with me like uh, that you know if I didn't do this I don't know what else I'd do you know yeah kind of thing yeah god that's very wanky isn't it no but I mean it, it, yeah fair like like have you have you thought about that or like you know in the times where like the acting work isn't there like yeah. do you ever have those moments of like fuck like do I just get out of this and do something else or is it like I, I think if you can't hey I think you think about that but it, it for me anyway it's it's kind of fleeting like it kind of pops into my head and then it goes like because I just try and drive on and try and occupy my mind with something else that is conducive to this profession like be it going to the gym or, or reading a play or, or something like that or mm. you know even just thinking about stuff you know yeah. in a certain way yeah 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 <clears throat> I mean like it's it's one of them things I think when you because even Camille was in earlier and yeah. we, were, we were chatting like and she was she had a really interesting theory about it because like she was saying you know she was talking about like Irish guilt and like that Catholic yeah, guilt yeah. and whatever and she was saying we also do a job that like is inherently fun like mm, I mm. bet like filming Dublin Old School was probably great fun it, yeah it was it was the crack like <laughs> and like, and, like <coughs> but there's like there's some part of us that's kind of like guilty for that when like like you know you see like yeah. you know your, your parents say like assuming they weren't actors like they probably yeah, yeah. had a tougher job yeah well I think it's I, I don't know like am I right in saying this because I don't have you know I don't know everyone's experience but it seems like <clears throat> this generation and maybe the generation after it are like we're the first couple of generations that are actually allowed to go and and pursue the thing you love mm. And it's not that people before us haven't, but it's more more accepted, or it's or it's it's okay now, and you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna be it's not gonna be frowned upon to go and and, and do what you like, even though you know it mightn't be very financially rewarding. Totally. I think I think that's that's the way I look at it. I'm, I'm not I'm not sure, but I, I think that's kind of happened. Yeah. So would you agree? Yeah, no, big time, <clears throat> big time. Like, and it, it, but it's so interesting to watch that. Even <laughs> the other day, we had a my dad, a friend of his, over to the house, which r happened so rarely. It was really nice, and he just literally was having like dinner. And I came back purposely because I I really like this this guy. And um, I'll be honest with you, when we were putting on lyrics to play, I was doing yeah, right. Yeah. We were. He gave us. Uh, he gave us 
four hundred quid to like towards our production costs. Yeah. Um, which was like huge. Like that was like you know a quarter of what we needed like of our production costs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And to him that was like nothing because he's he's, yeah, a, yeah. he's a barrister, a solicitor, or something. He's got he's a, a good, great yeah, job yeah. and a single like he, he hasn't he doesn't have many overheads and like that was absolutely nothing. He was like oh Jesus of course. Yeah. And, and we were chatting and, and I was just kind of talking him through and uh and I was kind of telling him that, yeah I have like something lined up now thank God and he was like. And he's like, so when will that bring up to? And I was like, yeah, it's great. It's like it's ten weeks of work, which is, as you know, that's a long. That's a lot of work. That's yeah. a lot of work. And he was just like, ten weeks. Oh my <laughs> god! Like, because he, <coughs> he like from when he was like probably twenty four, he had his life mapped out till Planned he was yeah. sixty four, or when everyone to stop working. Right. You know, and it, it it is just so interesting how yeah, like yeah. Like, did your parents have any of that thing, like that feeling of like ten weeks work is a lot of work? Like, are, were they, I guess, afraid letting you do this? Um, well, I'm sure, like, as, as any parent, like, you just want your kid to do, to do well yeah. and to be happy. But I mean, I have to say, look, uh, my parents were so supportive of me when I uh, told them that this is what I want to do, mm. uh, and they've continued to to be like hundred percent supportive to me. They, like, I don't think I might be lying here or or forgetting, but I don't think they've missed a. A show I've done so far. Wow. Yeah, you know, and that's that's a good few years now. Yeah. But uh Yeah, no, they've they've just been uh brilliant like a lot to them. Yeah. And do they like were they theatre people before you got into this? Were they oh no, no, no. Yeah. No, my dad I grew up on a farm, like my right. dad dad's a farmer, still a farmer. Uh my mum uh, uh helps him she's a farmer as well, yeah. yeah. So no, yeah. and was there that like? Cause I, now they love it. Do, but they, they probably do love. Yeah, I mean they go, <coughs> they even go to see stuff down the backstage in Longford. Like that, I obviously have nothing to do with because I'm up here or whatever. Like they went to see uh, uh, Michael Murphy's "The Man, the Woman, Shoes." Like and absolutely loved it. Like so, you know, I think they've got the the bug now. You know, yeah, they they enjoy it for for its own thing. Like rather than just going to see me in a show. You know, totally. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. And was there ever like a like a pressure or a one from you to stay and do the farm? Um, I'm sure there might have been <coughs> expectations at, at some stage, like when I was younger, but, you know, I talked to my dad and said, like, you know, this isn't for me. Uh, I need to follow my own path and, and that kind of thing. And mm. he un- understands that, uh, I hope. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been talked about, you know, like that this is... This is me now. This is this is what I do. So totally, yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah. Right, let's give it another spin. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. All right, here we go. Number fifty-seven. Do you have it? No, close to again. No worries. Number fifty-seven. The question is, uh, in terms of artistic creation, what drives you to do what you do? In terms of artistic creation, what drives me? Yeah. To so do in terms what of the I acting, do? like I guess, yeah. Yeah. Could you? Elaborate. Expound on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I like, is there a thing about acting that, like, just like going back to that Daniel Day Lewis quote mm. in a way? I suppose, like, what is it about it that, like, makes you feel like this is what you have to do? Like, why, why, why aren't you working on the farm? Uh, Jesus, I don't know. I think I just like to to play and mess around. You know, mm. I just like to have the crack. And yeah. even you could be doing like a really serious play, but it still feels like you're. You're having the crack because you're you're not yourself. You get to say different things that you'd never say, or say some stuff that is very close to you, and it, it's kind of fun playing with that. I mean, uh, I love rehearsals. 
I think, you know, it might be a bit of a faux pas to say, but I think I, I, I really like the rehearsal period. Yeah. I'm not going to say more than doing the actual show, but I, I, I really like that uh, those four weeks of play and discovering stuff. It's really the that's the kind of creative thing that that kind of fulfills me a lot. I think is kind of you know finding stuff out during rehearsals and messing and playing around, discovering things with other people. You know, totally. Yeah, I think that's the thing that kind of makes me love it. I suppose. Yeah, and in terms of like then. <coughs> the rehearsal period and in terms of like working with different directors like mm. is there some what what are the things that you sort of look for in a director are the things you've admired in directors you've worked with in the past um directors that will help you and let you explore like that won't be like prescriptive mm-hmm. in in what they want you to do like you know stand there walk there say it like this and there are people like that out there mm. uh but the, the good ones the great ones will just let you uh they'll let you explore and then they'll they'll coax you and they'll they'll help you along like we had some great directors in college even like we Colin Morrison Annabelle Coleman uh you know and just to even get to work with them at that stage when you're not even left college yet mm. and just listening to them will it'll just make you better I think totally yeah in terms of the because am I right in you were in Bolali before so you've you trained yeah, twice in a yeah, sense yeah. what what <coughs> how big um, impact do you think like the Lear has had on like the way you do things and just on your like path through the industry I suppose to this point yeah oh uh, it's it's like part and parcel I think mm-hmm. of like I don't think if if I hadn't went to Lear I don't think I'd have got the opportunities that I have got or mm. I'd be doing some of the things that I've done, I, I think. Mm. I think it goes part and parcel. For me, anyway, that was my experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it was very, very uh, influential on, on where I am now. Yeah, I mean, like, because it is, it's fascinating as someone who didn't go to the Lear, right? Yeah, yeah. It's fascinating to, like... I remember being in college and like, and I and I, I didn't even audition to go to the Lear, which in hindsight was a massive mistake. It's really funny now if I'm talking, you know the way like when you're an actor, then you might have anyone, because they're because I know it feels like there's loads of us, but there's actually fuck all actors in the world, like you know. So like, well, yeah, as a, as a as a percentage of the population, yeah. I'd say we're fairly small. It's small, right? <laughs> so like, so it, for example, if one of my mom's friends has a kid who wants to be an actor, they'll yeah. straight away ring my mom and be like, "Will you ask Tom like?" about colleges or something yeah, yeah. like and like before I would have I would have because I had a really good genuine like experience in DIT which is where I yeah. trained like great training yeah, yeah. really good uh, I got to go to the States and do a year abroad there oh, no way. Like, as part of actor training which is amazing yeah, yeah. These, like savage opportunities but I would like I'd be just lying if I said like y- if you can go to the Lear you should absolutely go to the Lear yeah well I don't look I mean I, ca- I can't say it either because I don't have you know, but you I, do haven't went, I went. To, I haven't went to all the colleges, so I can't tell you what they have to offer. And true, like uh, some of uh, my favorite actors in the country have went to different drama colleges, mm. and some of them haven't went to drama college at all. Totally. So it's like different strokes for different folks. Like it's not. Uh, yeah. There's not one. <coughs> there's not one method or one drama college or anything like that 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 uh, that suits everyone and nor should there be no totally yeah. no that, no, that's so true it's just like I think in in a way it's just as you were saying like 
when you're surrounded with brilliant people like those directors yeah, that yeah. you like that's kind of just well you can't help but learn like exactly you know if you're if you're you know even if you're <laughs> you're the la- you're the laziest chap or the whatever chap that, that ever lived if you're surrounded by those people it'll uh, even by osmosis or whatever it'll just permeate into you at some level totally. and you'll get something out of I think I think so too yeah, yeah. no that that's all it is like I mean what the leader's done just like isn't I feel like they've just come and done it like the right way because like they've just taken advantage of like how small the Irish community is and they've yeah. just got the best people in the community into the school which is meant that their graduates have done a lot of the best work like like you know and it's rightly so like it's it it's kind of amazing that it took that long because everyone talks about that old trinity course that used yeah. to be there and i, I didn't, like wasn't around for that at all yeah yeah but um but look then some of my favorite actors are uh came through came through uh through there you know yeah okay Aaron monaghan like totally you know uh angus and people like that you know they all came through there yeah uh Emmett as well mm. you know so it's he just come through there yeah I think so yeah 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 oh and tons of them like that's what I'm saying though it's like it's like uh, yeah it just it just makes sense because it is a fascinating thing like those years where you're you are in your like you know actor training because like it's just it's a like it's a weird intense time and then it's so like what was it like I guess coming at training for the second time because I know certainly for me right when I <coughs> trained in DIT like my first year and I think this is actually a good way to start the first year was like I was very much like I probably did take everything as gospel yeah, but yeah. in a kind of good way because yeah, I, yeah. I really went for it all you yeah. know what I mean and then it's funny as I got on with it I was kind of like oh yeah you know what that probably doesn't work so well for me mm. but this fucking does yeah yeah no, well you gotta if you pick and choose you like, gotta well, filter it a little yeah, bit yeah yeah definitely was that one of the advantages of having gone and done was it f- four years in Bull Alley yeah and then coming again, like, because I mean, it just must yeah. be lovely perspective. Yeah, I mean, they were totally different <laughs> experiences, and I suppose because when I came out of secondary school uh, up to Dublin, I knew this was exactly what I wanted to do. So <clears throat> even in Bolali, I gave it hundred percent, you know, as well. So I approached, I approached the the two times, like I approached them kind of similar the only difference was my age I suppose mm. and I suppose with <clears throat> with age comes that bit more of maturity like <laughs> he says a <laughs> uh, bit more maturity like uh, looking at things and you see things through a different prism and I suppose you're not as uh, you can feel like well I felt in the lyric I could lower my guard a little bit about you know different approaches and you know what I thought was not always the right way mm. to go about things and to let your mind be changed about things, I suppose that was a, a big thing for me. I think. Yeah. 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 <coughs> Fascinating. It's um, how many of those like relationships that you developed over the few years in Valier have like kind of come full circle now that you work with people outside of? Yeah, I mean, well, uh, Louise Lowe worked with us uh, a good bit in in college, like, and I've I've worked with her a good bit since I got out, like, and it's you know, you just have a great shorthand and you. You know, and it's nice to to work with people outside of the the college environment there again. Mm. But what you found, what I found was, the people, like the directors we had in college, and then the ones that I've worked with after, like uh, Connell or Louise or something like that, mm. uh, they were exactly the same. There was no like change, as in like, oh, we're in teacher mode there at college, and that they just treat us like uh, 
like we were actors, you know. Yeah. They knew we were students, so there was obviously a bit of catering or something like that to that aspect of it. But they just treated us like they treat uh, any actors that was in their in their company or that they were directing, which was brilliant for being out there uh, when you get out and you you start working because there's not a big. Uh, gap or a big step that you're like well I missed that step I just dropped because because you thought it was going to be a different experience it kind of set you up to have that experience anyway because they treated you the same as they would anyone else you know it was great yeah, yeah 100% yeah. that's a, that. That's really great and I mean I should have said that at the start like I I mean I think I'm trying to think of the first play I would have seen you in it probably was one of the new ones I think yeah. um, Pals Oh, yeah, probably because yeah. I think you're a brilliant actor. I, sh- I should always Bastard. say that. I should always tell people like like a nice thing at the start. Okay, <laughs> just start fucking bombarding them with questions. But what is that like? So for people who don't know, it was really cool. I assume you heard it on the Blind Boy podcast recently. I didn't. I didn't. I haven't listened to it. My sister. My sister uh, messaged me. She's a big mad fan of uh, the Rubber Bandits, and she always uh, she always lets me know their their goings on. Yeah, but he uh, they came. He came to see uh, pals, and he, he saw plough after that as well and he liked them and my sister when the uh, the old school trailer came out she messed like she messaged him on Twitter like oh follow him the trend of, of, of work that you like and my brother sees in this now and, <laughs> and he liked it and all this and it's like you know she keeps me up to date with all that stuff That's sorry nice. what were you going to no I was just going to say yeah like, yeah because that was it was cool he was just talking about interacting but he's mad theater. into his history yeah remember Kevin because Kevin's Kevin Nolan's mm. a mad fan of uh, the rubber bandit so after he because I wouldn't know what he looks like because Kevin, used to he, the, yeah, Kevin yeah. knows what he looks like so I wouldn't know what he looks like because you know, you know, I just see the bag. Yeah. But Kevin said, no, I knew him by his eyes. <laughs> really? Yeah, and he ran down after him, like, and he had a chat with him and all that. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could, he, he loves them, like, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. that's I need to ask Kev about that. <laughs> Kev would be great in this podcast. Yeah, right? get him on, yeah, yeah. Um, But anyway, that's so funny because, uh, but I was going to say, yes, yeah, so we were talking about interactive theatre yeah. and just, yeah, yeah. for people who don't know, it was um, in Collins, Collins Barracks. Collins Barracks, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, like, this, it was, it was this amazing piece and like there was one image and I don't even remember was it you at the centre of it or not but like you know the way it depends on where you're sitting in mm. on those beds like yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. seeing Perspective but there was one totally thing of different. like down the corridor I think it might have been was it the train y- yeah I think so yeah it might have been the train where the train yes. is coming yeah because my character uh, well the, the Jasper he really he put himself on the uh, on a set of train tracks like he because he had shell shock he had PTSD uh so he killed himself so that was that all came from there look it's kind of it was just one of them amazing yeah, it's haunting and the sound in that was amazing as well wasn't it the soundscape was incredible yeah, yeah. and like but so it was just this immersive thing so you were in the room with the lads and like you mean you're reacting to what's yeah. going and on you can only see down the, the little slit of the corridor and you see like me or whatever uh, kind of going back and the lights and the yeah yeah it was amazing yeah but th- what what is that like because I can't imagine what that is like on your voice and your body doing because what, what is your schedule for in a new show for something like that uh, well for that <clears throat> for that show it was we had five shows a day uh, they were an hour long each so we had am I splitting this right we had three and then you'd have your hour lunch and then two after that I think well yeah well, and what? what God, I was. I think I was the fittest I've ever been in my life. Really? After a day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lost like, loads of weight. Yeah, <laughs> but and like I mean, big, heavy uniforms marching yeah, around the yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. It was a very fit, physical show as well. Like we were, we literally never stopped running mm. around the place. You know, that was great. Yeah. It was amazing. And like, but in in terms of like, is that some of the most fulfilling work for you? Because 
because of like how reactive it has to be because you're in a space with you know like I'm there right and I'm, I haven't rehearsed yeah, you yeah. and I'm kind of as much a yeah, part yeah. of play in a yeah. way well you can't you can't really you can't hide and you can't use any of your your acty tricks really to <clears throat> to hide uh, <clears throat> sorry frog in my throat uh, yeah because the, the people are right there and they're looking at you for whatever or for answers or to share something so you can't there's no uh, there's no you know fourth wall or whatever that is mm. it's it's all gone so it's like a kind of a communal experience I suppose mm. yeah it's, it's totally different from any other kind of uh, work that I've done that kind of work totally yeah. In terms of like going forward, right, like over the next few years, do you have any thoughts on like where obviously like, you know, with the film coming out now, like that's yeah. kind of opening. Well, you know, no one knows. Hopefully, hopefully I'm not shouting it. Like, yeah, yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> Never on screen again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember he did that film. Yeah. <laughs> There's me telling you about James Bond before <laughs> I've even seen it. Uh, but um, but but yeah, so what, what like is there stuff that you want to focus on or like aspects of... Uh, across like the the different parts of the industry I suppose that you want to yeah. like hone in on a little bit more or is it to keep that like spread of a bit of everything yeah well I mean that's the ideal isn't it I think that mm. people want is to spread a bit of everything but like like film after getting the text for it there now I just I love to do more of it yeah, yeah. it's a, kind of a different ball game you know yeah what was it like how different does it feel from your theatre work like the camera stuff uh, it felt uh, really different, like for me anyway, because you have to kind of, well, you know, people say this all the time, and you listen to my interview saying like you have to bring it down and all that stuff, and you don't really, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, because I haven't done much of it, so you're like, but you do like, or you just have to let yourself, uh, forget the camera, I suppose, and and just not be afraid to. Uh, that was another. That was a great bit of voice. Who gave it to me? Uh, I think it was no. I think I'm bastardizing uh, some kind of. Uh, a phrase or advice that uh, Raymond Keane uh, said to us it's like when you're doing like the clown with him like you don't be afraid to show your hairy arse and all mm. which means like for me it's like don't be afraid to be ugly just like you know if you're if they're if you're there thinking about how you're how you're looking or how you're how you're seeming or what angle your head's at and what you're doing like and oh I, I want to look good and all this and I have to be perfect and all this kind of stuff then that's not the the truth of it like yeah. just let yourself go and just don't be afraid to 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 be ugly and say something that might sound weird, but then you look back and you're like, oh, that was actually a natural reaction, or let your head drop and let your double chin fall out, and like that's that's the character. It's not you, so don't be thinking about what you look like, you look like or what you're presenting to the world. Just let yourself go and forget about that shit. I think totally. Yeah, yeah, because it is one of them weird <clears throat> things about like what you do on camera like I mean I don't know what the numbers of it are but like probably like 80% of it isn't used in the edit first of all you know what I mean yeah yeah and then secondly what they do use is like there forever yeah like it's yeah, immortalized yeah. you know yeah. what I mean it's kind of fascinating it's, uh, yeah, yeah. like as opposed to like you know with the theatre like that's the whole point of it that we do it once yeah and it's and it's, gone. it's gone like and then that's why that's kind of why I, had, I mean I know that they do recordings of them and stuff but you can't really see much of them but um like productions of stuff that you, you hear so much about, but it was before your time. You're like, oh, I wish I would have seen that. Like, like the one that I always hear about, like the Arturo Ui, uh, the one the Abbey look with Tom, Tom Van Lawler, and everyone just goes, you know, that was just, oh my god, all this. And but that was before I started on this uh, part of the journey, and I didn't get to see it. And I'm like, oh, I'd I know, I've seen that, you know. I know. Yeah. It's kind of one amazing. of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, sweet. Let's give another spin. Uh, okay, here we go. Number 23. Do you have it? 
Nope. No worries. <laughs> Failing epically here. Uh, number if I just give one word answers to everything else now, I might get you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll have to get you talking. When was the last time you said a prayer? Oh, uh, mm, well, I don't know. When I was a child, this was. Really? Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't happen now? No. Like if you were on a plane going down, do you think you'd say one? Uh, no. Well, I don't think I would. So I, I, I can't. Yeah, like, that's a hypothetical situation. But uh, I don't, I don't think I would. Yeah, uh, I'd probably try and. Or do your phones don't work up there, do they? No. Maybe, maybe I was the reason that it happened. Maybe I had my phone on. Yeah, maybe you didn't that, have an maybe airplane that was, mode. Maybe that, yeah, maybe that was what happened. <laughs> it was all my fault. Who I'd would prob- you? Ca- I'd probably try and call people. Who would you call? I'd call Ashleen. Yeah. Uh, I'd call my family. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, do you ever talk to your granny who's passed? And um, no, you don't. You don't like, yeah, because I do. Leave. No, I, I, th- I, th- I think I think about her like. Yeah, I know, but you don't. The yeah. memories and stuff. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't have conversations. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah. Do we? Maybe I do. Like, but I. I wouldn't. I. I don't. I. I. I know in my head if I do. Like, it's not. I don't think I'm actually. Communicating with her, I think it's just for me more like the the comfort of of of, of thinking that I suppose. I don't know. Totally, and it's an interesting question. And <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, no, it, it no, but it's just funny because like the different things we define as like prayer, you know. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Like, and you know, what, what do you think in terms of like obviously she was someone you were very close to, mm. and then like someone you know, because when I think of your version, that for me would be my granddad, right? Yeah, yeah. And like then they they go and they die, and and that's okay, but it's like. What, what, where like where 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 do they go? Like what happens? Do you, do you think well, about that? I I do think about that, and I I have uh, you know I know what I think about that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it could be stark for their build, but I you know I believe that they die and they just die and they they're in their grave and they rot. You know, that's yeah. that's what I believe. Like yeah. that's the only thing I think that happens. And they're like, th- <clears throat> you, you don't think that that energy. Well, energy, I believe that energy, like, kind of dissipates and, you know, say you can't, you can't say, what is it, you can either create or destroy energy, is that Mm. the the theory? Uh, So I think, obviously, it gets, you know, it goes into the the ground and it, you know, could become a tree or it goes off in the air, whatever happens Mm. to the energy is still there, but that's consciousness and that kind of thing, I think that, I think that's gone Mm. after you die. In in terms of like uh, you know when you go, do you think of ever about like cremation or burial or what you want to happen? Whatever they want to do to me, <laughs> leave me leave me where I fall if if they want. Like I have no, it won't matter to me. Leave me when I where I fall. Leave me where I book. fall. Yeah, yeah. After the first James Bond franchise. Oh God! <laughs> right, let's do the spin. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, number fifty. Do you have it? Fifty. I. Don't. Okay, no. <laughs> you have me going for a minute. Uh, what are your dreams for the next five years? Oh, God. Uh, hopefully I'm still working. That's mm. all I really hope to be doing. Uh, you know, and moving on in personal ways as well, that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, building a, a home and a family, mm. that kind of way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's fun, like, you know, it is funny when you... Well, yeah, I said something the other day. It was actually at that day I was telling you about when when the my dad's friend was over and mm. we were just chatting and um, you know, we were just talking about 
acting and whatever and I was saying yeah because I probably would like to like I used to think I, I didn't want a, a house I was like mm. I'll rent I don't care yeah, but yeah. Like, I actually actually would like a house yeah yeah I would like that and I probably would like kids do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean and these are all things like I'm just yeah you're starting to it's starting to come into your head and a little bit yeah, yeah 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 you know it's funny how, how, how does how prevalent like you know when you think about that okay and that's one aspect of your life but then it inevitably comes back to what you do for a living because yeah. that's how you're going to like afford it all yeah like uh, what's that conversation in your head like at the moment? Like uh, reconciling the fact that I'm an actor with the fact that I, I want a house and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I suppose it's like a, it's a it's about being real realistic with yourself, but then setting or trying to set and, and starting to set because I, I haven't exactly yet, but trying to set realistic goals like what you can do, like the the little money that you might be able to save. Uh, pulling together to to maybe afford a down payment on the mortgage or stuff like that mm. or I suppose it's about uh, setting realistic goals for yourself and not going like right I'm an actor that makes F all money let's go into the bank now to do us uh, <laughs> with no money and ask for a mortgage no you, you gotta make a plan I suppose uh, about that kind of stuff mm. um, so what was the actual <laughs> It did was, I answer that? Yeah, you did actually. No, no, because I mean, the the answer was it was dreams for the next five years, and yes. you said to be working, and then like yes. in terms of personal life, yes. Um, and I mean, yeah, they, like they go hand in hand. Like, is some? Do you think about? Because uh, obviously you're not from Dublin. Do you think about like mm. whether you want to? Because obviously, like so much of our work is either like Dublin or further afield. Yeah, yeah. So do you think about um, whether like whether you? I mean, you were working in London recently, yeah. right? With Plough, yeah, coming back. Which was deadly. That was another deadly show that I saw you in. Um, did that like? Have you thought about moving to London before, or did doing the plow there make? Yeah, it's always kind of. Uh, it's always a little bit in the head, you know. There's a, a lot of work over there and stuff, and see the thing because I have I have an agent over there, so they kind of you know if something comes up, I can they're okay with me, you know, flying over for auditions and stuff. I don't need to be base there for them so like and I, I love Dublin like I love living in Dublin uh, I love living in the city centre like I think it's a, a beautiful city uh, especially when the sun is out mm. <laughs> um, yeah I mean it's stuff that we think about um, I suppose we're thinking a little bit more about it but I mean to go over there without something as well is is a big leap like to just you know you could find yourself just working in a bar and that could take over like so I mean I suppose you want to go over with something or with maybe an opportunity mm. I suppose they're all things you have to uh, think about yeah but the, it's that yeah. weird thing of like then like like from the outsider like looking in right like just mm. for, for example right if I was looking at your situation now I'd be like if you're going to do it this would seem to me as an outsider you know something about like yeah, a good yeah. time because you've just done Plough yeah, you have yeah. a big <coughs> film coming out now like relatively big do you know what yeah, I mean yeah. like going to be big here definitely yeah. and like I'd say that could make a few waves in the UK possibly well hopefully it gets uh, I think they're talking about maybe a later release in the year over there I'm not sure I don't know how that side of it works at all but Cause yeah, it, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, and I don't know either. But it was something I was thinking about recently as well. And even Camille was on. And we were chatting about it, the same thing. And uh, we were saying that like your fantasy is always that you go over there with something. But then, mm. and I, I actually was thinking about. Well, like, I know lots of like lots of my friends have have went over like just to live there at first. But they're they're getting work now and stuff like that. And mm. it's you know a happy balance. But I suppose uh, 
more of an all or nothing person I suppose I'm not, you know yeah I know when it's hard I think what's really hard is when you're working on like acting gigs here and then the thought of like leaving here to go and work in a bar there yeah to, and like that feeling of like not starting again but like something like that do you know mm. what I mean yeah, yeah it's hard to reconcile that isn't it yeah I mean you have to I suppose get out of your own head and take the leap if you want to take it I mean for the moment I'm, I'm happy here look you know yeah. uh, I enjoy Dublin I enjoy it here uh I'm happy to fly over and back to, you know, if something comes up. Mm. Uh, yeah, there's no real... <clears throat> like, I was never really... Even for even for travelling places, I was never really a person that had, like, wanderlust, mm. you know? Me uh, too. The only places I've ever wanted to travel to were New York and Japan. And I've, I got to go to New York. Uh, and that was just amazing like yeah and then so hopefully someday japan yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 100 <laughs> yeah yeah right sweet let's give it another spin uh, okay here we go number 13 do you have it no nope. <laughs> <laughs> unlucky in bingo number oh, 13 i played uh, bingo a few huh? times when i was younger my auntie, yeah my auntie used to go to bingo she and if i was staying over there she'd she'd bring us along she was always winning bingo Bingo's fun. Yeah. Like the way this podcast came to fruition was we went to, I went to um, Bingo in the George. Oh yeah. On a Sunday. Yeah. Have you ever been? I think I did actually play that once. I think it was Ash's, uh, one of her mate's birthdays. So I think it was Rob's birthday and we went there and they might have had. You probably did because I went to Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Rob, Rob Murphy. Well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just the best it was crack. It great crack, yeah, yeah. I loved it. So <laughs> that's it. This I don't think I went one then either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, do you have a role model? Do I have a role model? Uh, it's just like kind of a, a life one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think I, I don't. There's no one specific person that I just uh, take everything from. I think it's the sum of of all my parts. As grown up, like my mother and father, my sister, my uh, grandmothers. Uh, my girlfriend, I suppose they all make me who I am, but there's no one that I want to... See, role model sounds to me like when you're asked about a role model, it seems like you want to emulate them mm. in some way. Mm. I mean, uh, I love I've, like, I love Daniel Day-Lewis. Like, I think he's amazing. Uh, but I... You want to forge your own path as well. And, yeah, so... I suppose he'd be as an acting role model would he the closest thing but he's not you know I don't want to I don't want to be Daniel Day-Lewis yeah. you know that you know what I'm saying yeah 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 totally I just I just admire his, his work greatly I yeah. suppose is that yeah yeah no I get you like is in yeah it, it is that interesting thing of yeah between like say as you said like Ash and my dad whatever it is yeah. like you just it's like little it's like little nuggets of different yeah, people yeah I it? think they all just make you who you are and for better or worse that's who you become like yeah uh, yeah, there's no one person that I like. I would say like they're, they're my guru or yeah. whatever you know. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is probably healthy. Do you know what I mean as well? Yeah, maybe. Um, in terms of like Ash, because obviously like she's a friend of mine as well, mm. and just the best. How it like <laughs> how is it with uh, you know, being with someone in the industry? Like, do you find that, I guess, pros and cons of it? Like, do, do you know, obviously good in the sense that like she gets it everything yeah, you're yeah. going through she's gone through or going through or yeah, going yeah, through yeah. Uh, or like can it be tricky when one is working one is not like those different things that like we all have to reconcile with if we're in that position yeah, well, you just have to 
negotiate things and you have to talk with each other about stuff and you you know uh let each other know what's going on uh that kind of way like it's uh but it's great as well because you know on the other side there's a very understanding person who knows what you're going through or what you might find through and it's it's nice yeah mm. yeah i mean it's one of them because like as in as someone who's single, you're thinking like you're thinking. Try to do, try to do things that don't have anything to do with acting. Like yeah, that's what I, I want to do more. Like try and go for like on a hike or something like that. You know, forget yeah. about the not go see a play together to or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, totally. I know because it is that in, like it, it's that interesting thing of like you know if you're with someone who's not like an actor like. <laughs> You nearly spend more time talking about them because like there's so much stuff like they're like yeah. oh, why and are you all, doing all your friends, <coughs> all your friends like your immediate friends are are all actors as well like mm. I mean I don't think look I've got some uh, close friends from Longford who I still see like and uh, but like most of my immediate friends are are in in this industry you know yeah so it's hard to get away from us even if you want to sometimes totally yeah. Yeah, like it's it. Do you have do you have a thing that like for example like my go to thing that's kind of very separate to acting is football. And mm. even at that, sometimes I'm playing yeah, football yeah. with actors, and you're like, yeah, well, yeah. that's not even a fucking <laughs> chain. But like, do you Bend have it like, like Beckett, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm part of the group, but I never I've never went because I don't play soccer. <laughs> come down. It's not like I played astroturf a few times, and well, that was that was years ago when I was when I was a bit unfit. Maybe I'd be better now. Yeah, I'd probably be shit at soccer though. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> ah, it's as much as the crack. Put me in goals. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Put me in goals. Always looking for goals. I'll be the water boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but do you have something like that that is like very separate that you kind of can rely on like on a weekly basis or something that you do? Uh, I mean, I love going to the gym. Like I go most days, mm. but that's not really it. That's just for health and stuff. That's not really something. Although when you're at the gym, you don't really. I don't really think about much stuff. I put on like a, a podcast or mm -hmm. something or I watch an episode of Breaking Bad or something like that yeah. on the treadmill or whatever. Yeah. So I kind of, yeah, I do look out. God, that's the thing because trying to get away from acting with a thing by watching a film. Or something. I know. You know I, that kind of yeah, way? Yeah, yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, do I? Uh, I play video games. Yeah. I do, uh, I do enjoy video games. I only got a PlayStation 4 there of the middle of last year. It's the first console I've had since... I was a teenager, yeah. <clears throat> and I have bloody tons of games. And like <laughs> every time I get a new game, I, I just like <clears throat> I'm not gonna see you now for a week. <laughs> Gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, yeah. I, I was thinking about that today. as something I'd, I never. I know when I was a kid, I used to. Yeah, play, yeah. But like it's something I'd, I. The never. Same as me, and I only came back to it like, uh, like, uh, like half a year ago, or whatever. Like I, I did live with a, a friend of mine. I lived with uh, a few years ago. He was mad into. He was still mad into games, like mm. and. But I, I kind of found myself. I wasn't into them then. I, I think I had to discover them again myself. Because when he was playing, he was like, "Oh, do you do you want to play a, a fucking two-player Mario Kart or whatever?" Like, I was like, "Nah, I'm grand." Yes. Yeah. You know. But now I'm like, I'd be like, well up for that. Yeah. I think I had to rediscover it myself or something. It's funny, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's around the corner for me. Right. Let's get this one. Okay, here we go. Number. Where are we? Thirty-nine. No. No worries. Jesus. Number 39. What is your relationship to social media? Uh, I have one. <laughs> I like every... Um, I suppose I'm... Average. That thing, like, I'd be like... like people, you check it, like, uh, during the day. 
few times you're you're honest. Yeah. You try not to be honest when you're like someone's talking to you and you're like you just find yourself in the habit of doing this. It's like uh you know, although I'm guilty of, of, of being on it like uh I wish I, I wish I didn't do that as much. Mm-hmm. Uh Do you ever think about deleting Facebook say? Um I haven't, no, I haven't thought about it. Uh, I mean, there's there's some ones that I'm on, like, and I don't really, uh, like, I'm on Instagram, but I don't, I'm doing better at it, but I don't really post that much stuff. Mm. I just kind of, uh, you know, if someone else is something up interesting, I'll have a look at it. Uh, same with Twitter, like, I suppose Facebook, no, same with Facebook, I don't really put up that much. I just kind of, I use it like, it's more of a communicative, uh, communicative uh, device for me, like, if I need to get in touch with someone or that I mm. suppose mm. Yeah, yeah but then you find yourself going down those holes with all these articles they have now and you go into one and it's like you know oh the 17 best life changers at a low budget and you're like seeing someone use a a bloody uh, a pan or a dustpan and brush as like some way to funnel out water out of a, a sink into a bucket like you're like oh yes I should try that <laughs> It's like stupid stuff, you know. I know, yeah, and and then and then and clickbait, isn't that what that's called? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. And then Facebook realizes, oh, yeah, oh, he likes that. Liam likes let's just send him, let's yeah. send him all that stuff. <laughs> and you're wondering how, the, why are they sending me all this stuff? Like, yeah, because I went to uh, when I was over in London, I went to see a couple of West End shows. Looks like the first time in my life mm. I saw them, but they must have uh, maybe I checked into them or something like that. Because then all I'm getting now when I'm back in Ireland is all these West End shows coming up on me. Uh, on my feed and like advertisements for them I was like I never I never joined up to anything why is it just sending me all that stuff so obviously their algorithms are they work it's <laughs> yeah yeah but like I know this sounds well no I don't think this sounds crazy they're, like, watch, this, they're watching you but this is what happens right <laughs> like look both, like my phone's sitting here right yeah. at the time right oh um, you think they're listening to you saying words I swear to god okay I swear to god it's happened to me where like I've talked about someone who I'm not friends with on Facebook like, so, or someone will say yeah. do you know so and so they'll be like do you know like Karen Carpenter? Like, yeah, no, yeah. I've never heard of Karen Carpenter. And like, all right, no, she's a friend of mine. I just thought you might know her because she's in, is an actor. I was like, all right, no, I don't. Yeah. Ran later that day, Karen Carpenter comes up, pop up on like, as like suggested friends. Well, is that just coincidence? That could be just coincidence. I could be crazy, <laughs> but I'm not. Like, do you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mad. It's mad. The world is 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 mad. Oh, it's so it's like so different from when we were kids. Like, well. Completely. So we there'd be an age gap between us, would there? I think so. I'm twenty. Yeah. I'm twenty five. I turned twenty. I was turned twenty five last week. Having my was it my birthday last week? You may. What day? Yeah, fifth. Fourth. Ah, deadly. Very close. Taurus. Taurus. Do you know? Do you bullheaded, stubborn? Yeah. 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 Stubborn. Are you? Are you like that? I'm stubborn. Yeah. Very stubborn. But I, I am stubborn. But I don't believe in like, you know, I don't believe in star signs, but. Mm. I am stubborn. Like, but I wonder how similar mm. we are. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're similar enough. Do you know what I mean? Like in, but like, I, d- I don't believe in like star signs, okay? And like the like, you know, the stars have an effect on on how we are now. But I do believe that if you're born, well, no, do I believe it? It's just a theory I have. Mm. If you're born in a certain time of at a certain time of year, mm. you're going to live a little bit of a different life because if you're born in like uh, a sunny time of year and your birthday always comes around at a sunny time of year for whatever little bit it's going to have a little effect on you in some reason for mm. so, for some reason mm. if you're born close to Christmas you might associate your birthday with Christmas and whatever that does to you and like yeah I don't know 
I think, I think there's there's something in that. Same with your name, I think. Like your name, like uh, whatever you're called, like you grow up with that name, and like you know, if your if your name is Liam or Tom, like it's not that not that Liams are treated differently than Toms, but yeah, I think there's something in that. So I'm not sure. Yeah, totally. Like I was gonna be like, my, my mom was gonna call me Diego, right? Really? Yeah, because I was born in '86, and that was the. The World Cup with Diego mm-hmm. Maradona. Yeah. I think she had a bit of a thing for Diego Maradona. <laughs> she, I hope she doesn't listen to this. Uh, but she was going to call me Diego. It didn't pan out anyway. Uh, but you know, you know, I couldn't bet if if I was called Diego Heslin, uh, growing up in uh, rural Longford, I would have been treated maybe a certain way, and and my personality would have changed in a certain way, and and and, and evolved in a certain way. I think completely. No, you're right. Is that right. a good theory? Yeah, that's really right no, theory. no, no, that, that's not even <coughs> theory. That's just true. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. You, yeah, yeah. Like, because even even if you're someone who has like a name that's hard, like for example, right, if you were called, uh, I don't know, I know a girl uh, Aoife, right? Yeah, yeah. But she's American. She okay. she was born in Navin, and she for when she was two, she moved to Boston, and no one mm. knows oh they pronounce Aoife. it differently. So, like she yeah. grew up her whole Aoife life. or something. Like Aoife, that. that's yeah, what yeah, it was. Yeah. So like, isn't that surely yeah, has an yeah. effect if no yeah. one if no one's getting your name right? No, it it will. Yeah, yeah, that's you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. It, it, it is. I, no, I think I think there's something to that. We should we should really tease. Yeah, we'll get a tease. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll do one more one more on route. So yeah, oh, wow. let's see if we can it's get a, yeah, all your numbers in one Six, come on, six, come on, six. Okay, here we go. Number twenty four. No, nope. oh, I'm sorry, man. Uh, Hugh White. What did he call that in a? Even though I'm not a soccer fan, clean sheet. No, clean sheet is when you don't when you the keeper doesn't let in the goals. That's but what you're doing like at like Beckett <laughs> when you come along. All right, uh, number twenty-four. Oh, kind of a nice, nice way to end it in 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 ways. What is your definition of success for yourself? Um, Jesus. Um. To, to be able to do what I love, and to have a fulfilling uh, personal life, I suppose, is uh, what success means to me. Look, I mean, I've no uh, obviously I've aspirations of, you know, you'd love to do massive big films or big theatre stuff, but like, that's that's kind of you know fantasy and ambition stuff rather than success. Like, so mm. success for me is just to keep on working and. To be able to do what I love, uh, uh, with the people I love as well, you know. Mm. Yeah, I, I think so. It's kind of perfect answer. Ah, it's lovely. Stop. Um, <laughs> come here, uh, first of all, thanks for doing this. Oh, thanks a million. It was, it was great. A, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a nice chat. It was deadly, uh, deadly sitting <laughs> down with you. Do me a favor. Um, I mean, the next uh, big thing, I suppose, is Dublin Old School Film. But I know yeah. there's theatre bits coming up as well. So, do you want to just give us a little overview of what's coming up that we might see? Yeah, well, obviously, uh, Dublin Old School comes out nationwide on the 29th of June. Uh, and I start rehearsals for a new project soon in the Peacock, the Lost O'Casey play. And then after that, I'll be doing the Shockron in Smock Alley. And then after that, it'll be the next part of the Lost O'Casey with the new in the Dublin Theatre Festival. Sweet. It's a nice so, summer, isn't it? It's it's nice, yeah, yeah. It's it doesn't busy. always it doesn't always happen like that at all, I tell you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's yeah. you know I'm, I'm lucky, look. Yeah, look, yeah. take when it comes. Uh, Liam Heston, thanks for being personality bingo. Thanks a million, Tom. It's a pleasure. Sweet, man. 
So guys, that was a brilliant Liam Heslin playing personality bingo with Tom Moore. And Liam, a massive thank you to you for taking the time to do it. I really, really uh, appreciate it. And it was lovely having the chats. Uh, as we talked about, Liam's got a really busy uh, summer coming up between the new stuff uh, at the Peacock um, and also the Theatre Festival. Uh, he's also got Dublin Old School coming out in cinemas and as well the Shock Run, uh, which is in Smock Alley uh, for the summer. And those, uh, I was lucky enough to be involved in their summer show last year. And they're really, really deadly. Uh, shows so I, I think you're uh, going to enjoy that one to so go and check it out in Smock Alley uh, probably for most of July uh, and August I reckon um, so go and uh, have a, a gander at that um, also uh, as I said some uh, exciting news coming up um, from my part there'll be a chance um, to come and check out some of my stage stuff if that tickles your fancy uh, we'll be able to talk about that hopefully uh, next week all going well uh, and in other news just a quick thank you to you for taking the time to listen to this episode and all the episodes that you do listen to uh, it really is lovely and if you are listening uh, let me know just give us a shout on um, Twitter or Facebook whatever it might be it just helps kind of keep uh, the word about the podcast out there keep getting it to new people because we do have a lovely established like audience to kind of check in with us every week which is so lovely but as always we're just going to push to get this out to more and more people to make it worth everyone's while and make it worth a guest while uh, and I suppose just um, I believe in the stuff and the content of the podcast and uh, I think other people would dig it so it really is as simple as that uh, and as always a massive thank you to the wonderful Erin Lindsay uh, the boss woman for mixing editing and producing this podcast thanks so much Erin for all the brilliant work you do on a weekly basis it is undeniable uh, it's, it's savage stuff uh, also a huge thank you to Liam Moore and Anthony Manley gosh I almost forgot my introduction introduction there for a minute um, but they do uh, wonderful theme music every week which makes it sound like they come into the studio and record it every week here's a little secret they did it once and sent it to us and we replay it uh, but uh, for that we are eternally grateful and also to the brilliant Connor Nolan for his deadly deadly artwork that pops up on your screen on a weekly basis and last but certainly not least a huge thank you to Alan Bennett and Paddy O'Leary for uh, having us part of the Headstuff family first and foremost and for all the work they do at the network. It really is so thriving. Uh, in the studio, if you could see it, you kind of look around and you're just surrounded by all these amazing uh, podcasts, um, these, the, the, you know, the artwork from them. So it, it's really, really cool to see and uh, really, really um, appreciate being a part of it. So lads, if you're listening, thanks very much for having us. Uh, but most of all, a massive thank you to you guys for listening. As I said, if you fancy shooting us a tweet, a Facebook message, wherever that might be, it's always lovely to hear from you. But if that's not your bag, that's just fine too. Guys, please do tune in next week when the wonderful Camille Lucy Ross plays Personality Bingo with Tom 